is number one, this I remember Out of what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the edge Hey bitches, this is the Mind Body Bitches podcast, the podcast where we tackle everything from mental health to fitness, relationships, dramas, llamas, and everything in between. We are your hosts, Carly and M, and welcome to episode 22. It's International Women's Day, so today's chat is all about celebrating women of all kinds, calling out sexist bullshit, and discussing what it means to be a true feminist. All right then, huns, get comfy. It's the mind body bitches. I'm all right, thank you, my love. How are you? Good. Yeah, I'm not so bad. Not so bad. A bit You're tired. Good. Yeah, we're just literally just as we came before we came on air, Carl. It was like I need to get a yawn out. Yeah. So that's why we were. That's why we were having a little laugh as we as we, as we went on live. I'm here with a nice big coffee because I'm also feeling a bit tired this morning. But I've had two already. I know. Two already. Have you? Wow. Yeah, I know. That's not like okay. me. It's like when we're recording this. It's like quarter to one in the afternoon. I've already had two. But hey ho. It's needed. There you go. <laughs> needed after this week. Yeah. I had a lion as well. <sighs> no, I didn't have a lion. I tried to have a lion this morning and I woke up at like seven. Do you do that? I do that. I was going to say, I was like, do we classify that as a lion? But I'm very lucky that like my child will sleep in. He won't go to bed, but he will sleep until like 8 a.m. And oh. I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Apart from when we have to get to nursery for 8 a.m. Because that's a bit of an issue. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> hey, ho. Hey-ho. So, how's the week been? How's the move? Oh, my God. Like, I feel good now, but fuck me. Mm -hmm. Like, I hate moving, and I've done it every year for the past five years. But this one was the biggest one so far because... crazy every year for the past five years. honestly I'm tired of it like I don't even mean to do it do you know what I mean like I'll get somewhere new yeah. and I'm like yeah I want to stay here for a good while now and then a year goes by and I'm like I'm out <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know why yeah. but yeah no um so this one was massive because I basically moved everything over to my studio so if you've been following the podcast mm. you'll know that I have kept all of my business stuff my entertainment business stuff in my house ever since I started it four years ago and then now I've moved it over to its own studio and I'm so fucking happy because it's Woo! great it's so great I love it there's loads of creatives on my floor everyone said nice like there's just like it's just light and airy I can film classes from it as well as like have all the costumes there and like oh, it's just what I've wanted for ages so I'm really happy I've got that um but so that that was like the bulk of the move cause so mm -hmm. much shit, so much shit. So we did that on like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So like moved everything over on Tuesday, put shelves up and stuff like that on Thursday, on Wednesday. And then Thursday, we like unpacked everything. Fuck me. Everything took so long. I was like, oh yeah, it won't take so, so long. It'll take a couple hours. Like everything took was like a full day job. Do you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. crazy, but it's done. It's all in there, loving it. And then 
obviously had to move myself <laughs> so it's like yeah. did all that and then I so basically um again if you're new here I made the decision to move out of the house that I was renting with my boyfriend um to move back in with my mum temporarily so I can afford this studio basically because at the moment during a pandemic I cannot afford two lots of rent it won't be an issue mm-hmm. once I go back to work fully um but for the time being, I was like, my mom was like, well, you can come stay here, you know, like take the ease off. So I was like, okay. Um, and he's got to live yeah. with his brother for a bit. So it's been a bit emotional because it's kind of like, it wasn't just due, due to the financial situation. It was due because I wasn't really happy at home. Like, mm-hmm. like we're still together and everything, but I just feel like the town wasn't for me. And I was quite far away from my friends and family, like only by like 35 minutes an hour, but it kind of makes a massive difference like I know we're in lockdown so yeah. I won't be seeing them crazy amounts but even going for walks and stuff like that felt hard or you felt like left out of things and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah so I've not been happy for a while so I made the decision to do it which was really fucking hard so I'm a bit emotional so I don't want to talk about it too much because um, I'll cry again <laughs> but, yeah so but I've done it now I've done it now spent my first night here last night and yeah I'm excited for this new little journey. <laughs> Amazing. And yay, Carmina has its new home. It does. That's so exciting. I'm that so happy. That is so exciting. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's so funny that you were talking about moving like once every year for the past five years because I've done the same without realising it. Have you? I was thinking, yeah. So we were talking about this the other day because obviously we're in like this week, hopefully, fingers crossed. We're going to get an exchange and complete date on our new house. <gasps> um, and we were like talking about all our old houses. And I was like, oh, our house that we moved out from at the back end of last year. See, anybody, again, that's been following the podcast for a while knows that we live with my mum at the moment. But our old house in Manchester, we only lived in that for just over a year. And that blows my mind a bit because mm. I feel like we were there for ages mm. and then before that the flat that like we lived in that you lived in with us I think I only we were only in there for about a year and a half two years oh my god so yeah I've moved loads and sometimes I feel like it feels like I've been in these houses longer but this one the next one I'm gonna touch wood as I say this <laughs> I hope touch my head we're gonna be in it for at least like four or five years at least yeah. <laughs> I think so, it's so hard though so. in your like 20s 30s and everything because you're just like not sure yet do you know what mm, I mean like where yeah. you want to be and what you want to do with your life and shit so like for me it's just been constant like moving mm. and I mean I kind of in a way like moving like I quite like change yeah. and difference and stuff like that but yeah mm-hmm. my next thing is kind of like I'm such a planner. I need to stop planning so heavily. But like, I've been thinking that, I don't know, because home's really important to me. I don't know if it is for you. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I did loads of therapy, they were like, home's just a really big part of your life. And I have to feel like yeah. wanted and needed. And I have to feel like my space is my space and it's my safe spot. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I had to move away from where I was currently. Cause I was just like, I don't feel safe anymore. This doesn't feel like home anymore um yeah so that's why I had to move away from it because it is just one of them that's so important for me personally and I've just been Mm -hmm. like I want my own space really bad yeah like and I think it's I mean I don't know if I'll be able to do it but I'm manifesting it that I want to buy my own apartment and that 
I can invite someone to live with me in it and shit like that but my dream and my ideal would be to have my own space because then it's just kind of like well it's just yours then and then that's always your home and people can come and go from it but it's just going to be like well that's just going to be mine then and that will always be mine so I feel like for me that's that's what I'm manifesting towards do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah it's so funny because that's you're in exactly the space that I was when we bought the first flat that I lived I say first like the first flat I bought in Mm. Manchester yeah that's where I was with because I wasn't with anyone at the time yeah so I was like I want a space I've been renting for years and I was like I want a space that is mine that I can control who I live with like mm. you came and lived with me for a bit my sister came and lived with me for a bit Gavin moved himself in two months in but we won't <laughs> talk about that <laughs> but I wanted like I think it's that thing I think you and I are so similar like that independent woman kind of thing and I'm not saying mm-hmm. like if you don't have the opportunity to buy a house for yourself it's not that you're not independent no, absolutely but not. it's just that thing of like wanting something to be yours like you said so you can control the space yeah. to be like this is my home, I'm inviting you into it. And it's, it's funny, isn't it? Because, correct me if I'm wrong, you, you grew up in your family home for like a while. You, you didn't move around that much when you were younger, no, did you? No, not at all. Which is the complete opposite to me. Yeah. Because we moved house, I think I'm on like house, without the ones that I've like bought and lived in. My family homes, I think we're on like family home number nine or ten. Crazy. So... I'm just not used to being that state, like that stable. Like I had a good childhood, don't get me wrong, but like in terms of like houses. So I've never really had that like attachment to a house until I've got older and had my own family. And then I've been like, I want to find the place that like I'm going to stay for ages and that's going to be our home. Yeah. And hopefully it's this one. Yeah. Even if it's not, it doesn't matter. Like you'll find it, won't you? But like, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know like even for me though I wasn't really attached to my family home but I think that was because of where it was it was on a main road so it didn't have that whole nice like oh we went and played out and we made friends with our neighbors Mm -hmm. or we did like we didn't do that do you know what I mean it's on a main road Mm -hmm. it was like really busy and really loud um it was a great house I loved it I always like said to my parents I wish we could pick our house up and put it somewhere else like quiet and nice um but yeah but then I don't know like for me just everywhere I've been since I moved out of my house it's when things started to feel like they weren't home anymore I bolted do you know what I mean like my family home Mm -hmm. like my parents split up and I was like this isn't home anymore so I went like I moved into yours Mm -hmm. for a bit and everything like that and then I just kind of felt like to be honest I felt like you and Gavin needed that house to yourself (laughs) and I was a bit like do you do you guys like just want to have this as like you know yours I remember Your you, family home. I, I remember you saying like uh, and I was like yeah that was a hesitation <laughs> I was literally like I'll take myself out don't worry <laughs> so I left there and then I moved in with someone else and then like my costume started taking over the place and I was a bit like oh shit I need somewhere bigger and that's when I went into my first mm. house nearer um Tom because I got with Tom at the time and it felt nice being with him and that felt like home it really did but then we just needed more yeah. space again for the costume so then we moved into the next one which um is the one I've just moved out of and I started to feel not like home there and I think a lot is to do with the pandemic but also just yeah I realized that that town and that space just wasn't for me I'm such a city girl I need to be in my city so the studio is kind of like a step forward for that because it's like that's in the city and that's like what you were saying when it's like that's mine 
Do you know what I mean? Like I don't own it, mm. I rent it, yeah. but it's like, but that's mine. That's my space. Like yeah. I invite people into that. Nobody else does. Do you know what I mean? So that for me is kind of like a, that's a step in the right direction for me. So I'm really excited because, yeah. It's so funny because I thought I was a city girl and I kind of am in a way because I love living in Manchester and I grew up in yeah. London. Little known fact, right? didn't realize how many people didn't know that I grew up in London until I put a poll on my Instagram the other day being like, where did I grow up? Brighton or London? And like 75% of people said Brighton. So well, yeah, guys, you live there now though, don't you? So yeah. I'm a Londoner at heart I'm a Londoner but yeah I feel I always felt like I was a city girl but as I've got older I just want to live in the country now do you I'm just like yeah I just want to live in the middle of nowhere like with a near like a village nearby yeah. so I can like have access to things but I've gone completely other, the other way and I think it's the pandemic it is the pandemic that's completely changed my mind because mm. last year we were living in Manchester before this all happened and I was like, I want to live in a city. I always want to live in a city. I don't want to live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. And within like three or four months, we were like, no, that's it. We're selling our house. We're buying yeah. something down south in, in the countryside. See, so, I want the best of both worlds. So like, I think yeah. at the moment, it will be better for me to go into the city. Like for mm-hmm. where I'm at at the moment. But I think yeah. if I was going to pick somewhere like to settle then I would say I want to be in like a small town that's easy to get into the city and it's got its Mm -hmm. own vibe going on, but it's not like complete city. Do you know what I mean? There's still lots of greenery around it and things like that. And then, yeah, you want to be in a city at the moment for when everything opens back up and then you can go out and like get boozy. Oh, fuck yeah. But for me, all my work's in the city. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of like, for me, it would actually like save me a lot of travel and like money and shit like that if I just got a place Living. in the city and I just walk everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah, oh, so, especially yeah. in Manchester, it's so nice to walk around Manchester. Fucking love Manchester. So. I just love it. If you've never been to just Manchester, need. I'm sorry, but I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm such a fangirl of Manchester. Like I've been there all my life. I'm just such like a, I love my city. I've always said it. I'm 50-50. Like my heart is in both, I think. I yeah. love London, but I love Manchester. I probably would never live in London again, but I would live in Manchester yeah. again. I always said I'd never live in London and it's not something that appeals to me. Um, I used to mm. really want to do it when I was younger before I even went to London because I'm weird like that. But like, <laughs> um, I spent a lot of time in London doing like trainings and things like that. And I got used to the life a bit. Do you know what I mean? Because I think when you first go, it's really daunting because it's so busy and everyone has their way of doing things. And it's like everyone knows exactly where they're going and shit like that. And you're a bit like overwhelmed with it at first. Like, oh God, it's just such like a hustle and bustle and like everyone's zooming everywhere really quickly. And I don't know where I'm going. And I'm like, am I going to get pushed down? (laughs) I'm freaked out. But um, because Mancunians are like really chill, you'll notice a significant difference between London and Manchester. Um. But yeah, but then I got used to the pace a bit after being there for a few weeks and I was a bit like, hmm, I could do it for a short amount of time, I think. But then I think I just miss my hometown a lot. So yeah, mm. always, you always end up coming home, yeah. always end up coming home, but there's nothing better for me. Mm. Closing my eyes and thinking about North London, Hampstead Heath, going to a Starbucks, imagining when everything's open and mm-hmm. you can just go and sit in a Starbucks. You've been having loads of Starbucks recently. I've seen your stories. Oh, I'm jealous. Uh, do you know why? It's <laughs> because it's like the quickest, 
easiest place to get to because we live in the arse end of nowhere. Like the local village does like a cute little cafe where you can get a gingerbread latte or whatever it is. But as the, as the summer months roll in, I want my frappuccino. I want my frappuccino. <laughs> and I love the ladies at our local Starbucks. They always give me free drinks. Amazing. They always give them treats. I love it. Honestly, it's so great. I drive through the country lanes listening to Harry Styles' album because <laughs> that's just my new favourite thing ever. Fantastic. And I drink my Starbucks frappuccino and oh, it's great. Wonderful. And do you know what? That's my socialising at the moment. That's yes. it. That's, that's my socialising. I love it. I love it. Talking about albums, I'm fucking obsessed with Ariana Grande at the moment. Obsessed. Oh, are you? Yes. Mm, okay. Honestly. I, I don't know where it's come from. I think I was literally like, yeah, it was the other night. I thought, oh, I'm going to put her, um, you know, like her Netflix show on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's when she does like a, a concert and whatever. And there's a little bit of behind the scenes and stuff like that. It's not really a documentary. It's more of like behind the scenes stuff oh my god I was literally like wow she's insane like I saw her at one love in Manchester as well and I thought she was great but then I watched the thing and I was like I, and then I just started listening to her and I was like she just gets better <laughs> like, I was literally just like if you need just some like I don't know I feel like she covers all bases if you're like going through a hard time listen to Ariana Grande if you're going through a great time listen to Ariana Grande if you're going through like a yeah. sexy time Ariana Grande like, I I'm just like <laughs> there's a song at the moment though if you're feeling down um, listen to Be Alright by Ariana Grande it's great okay yeah it's a you know part. what really annoys me right as a, like a about to be 30 year old woman but I feel like a lot of people be like, oh, Harry Styles and Ariana Grande aren't cool. No, but they make good music and I really enjoy their music. What do you mean they're not cool? I feel like, <laughs> I well, they're like people are a bit like, you know, like when people are like music snobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like my boyfriend when he's like, <laughs> oh, I'm a DJ and I listen to like really cool music and yeah. Ariana Grande and Harry Styles are shit. No, I love a bit of cheese. No. I honestly love it. And also the thing is, Ariana Grande such a good vocalist oh my god she's the mixture of britney spears and mariah carey she's perfect yeah. like she's honestly she's <gasps> fantastic oh my god okay we do need to actually talk about something else in a minute but guess what i found out last week and it, it kind of made me heartbroken oh no what? so talking about good vocalists anyone who knows me really well will know that i am the biggest adele fan ever like i actually adore her yeah and been to see her live like five times mm. Guess what I found out the other day? <laughs> okay. She just, well, I say she just sold a house. I think she sold it last year. Okay. It was about 10 minutes away from my house. No. And I never knew. <laughs> yeah. It, her, like her back garden, like almost backed onto our back garden. Fuck off. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine if I knew at the time I'd be like popping round, <laughs> just like accidentally, bump, bump, like bumping into her at the local co op by accident. No oh, way! Gutted. As if she lived I'm in gutted. Brighton. Yeah, well, oh. just north of Brighton. Yeah, in the middle of the country, she lived in this massive house. Anyway, I'm a bit mad about it, but I didn't actually get to see her at the local co-op while she mm. lived there. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, oh. anyway, talking about bumping into people and socialising. Before we get onto this week's really important topic. I just feel like I need to have a little rant. Go on, rant away. Go on. That's I am best. so fucking annoyed at people who are having house parties and putting it on their Instagram yeah. story. Yeah. Okay. It takes a bit of it, doesn't it? Arrest. 
Yeah. Give it a rest. Mm. You know what? I was talking to people about this this morning online. And I was I kind of taking the opinion now of, if you feel like you're low risk and you want to have a house party and see your friends, fine. Like, mm. do you know what? Your life, we've been in lockdown for a year. Yeah, I'm, live, yeah. Like, do it. That's fine. Don't put it on social media and no. you better fucking not be going to Tesco. Yeah. This is the thing. I'm like, really mad about it. Yeah. No, like, because I'm like, you know, in the first lockdown, it was actually like, if anyone did house parties or any of these raves or anything like that, I was seriously judgmental. Like I was literally like, you selfish bastards. Like, how could you do anything? Yeah. But then like this time around, I'm slightly more like, you know what? We've been in this for a really fucking long time. Like if you need to see your mates, then like, I totally get it. But also do take precautions. Like, don't be like, snogging each other and like you know like and if and if anyone's high risk within your like household and everything like that then definitely don't do it or like do you know what I mean like take precautions if you're gonna do it like I'm not saying you know do it this isn't you know make your own calls make your own decisions but I'm like in my head I'm a little bit more easygoing about it this time however Mm -hmm. um I do think it's really arrogant and like I don't know just a bit of a twat move to put it on social media like yeah. and I don't understand what the benefit is of the, for the person posting it as well because all they're going to do is piss off the followers so I'm a bit like yeah. I don't really understand why you need to post it because yeah. it's backwards for both things people don't want to see it and so why, why are you showing them I don't yeah, get exactly. it you enjoy your like enjoy your time yeah if that's what you're doing behind closed doors please feel free I mean I'm saying please feel free don't actually do this but if you are doing it whatever but it's just like I saw three this morning as I was going through my stories and we haven't seen Gavin's mum for months because she's high risk and I know that's not anybody else's issue really but like it is a bit of a kick in the teeth when you're like trying to do the best thing Mm -hmm. protecting the people around you even protecting people I don't know because I go to Tesco twice a week and I wouldn't ever want to pass something on because there's been stories of people having only been to the supermarket and they've caught it so I just kind of think leave it off social media because you know I've had a couple of people message me today saying yeah I've seen things like this and it's heartbreaking because one of them lost their dad and then their uncle and it's like people are losing people to this virus they don't want to see you pass it if you're gonna do it leave it off social media yeah no exactly it is just a bit disrespectful isn't it and it's like Oh, yeah. yeah just don't do it don't do it if you're gonna do it if you need to see your friends for your mental health and everything like that then you know make whatever call you want to make you know like but be respectful if you're gonna do it yeah I like, think also I think there's a difference between seeing a friend or two and having a party yeah and having a fucking party yeah so that's I don't my think parties are really like I don't think parties <laughs> are really valid do you know what I mean <laughs> No. Like my birthday's Honestly. in like a week or so and I would love a fucking party. <laughs> like, oh mate, same. Mate. Your 30th is around the corner. You're not planning a bloody party. You know, and it's one of them where it's kind of like Or am I? Ooh. <laughs> maybe Love. this is maybe this is a double bluff. Maybe I actually am and yeah. I'm just like it's gonna be really You're gonna mean feed it, you're gonna story it, <laughs> TikTok it. Yeah, it's going to be all over social media. You can all buy a ticket. You can all buy a ticket to Zoom. There you go, five pounds each. Like my mates were like, some of my mates were like, what are you going to do for your birthday? And I was literally like, I don't know. Like literally, 
I was like, I, I don't like, cause I'm usually such a planner for my birthday as well. I'm literally like, we're going to do this. We're going to do Have that. Have it in June. I mean, no, I, I actually made a joke the other day, but fully going for it. When we go for a night out oh, in June, July, whatever time we're actually going to go on a night out, because let's not pretend that the 21st won't be absolutely fucking round. <laughs> Anyone that had a birthday in lockdown has to wear a badge yeah. with their age on it that they turned on that birthday. And if you had two lockdown birthdays, you've got to wear both. And we'll just go oh, out. Nice. Okay. I like, we'll just celebrate like everyone's birthday in one big night out. What are you saying? I love that. Yeah. You yeah. have to have 29 and 30. I'll have 29 and 30. <laughs> yeah. It'll be my 59th birthday. Uh, oh. Anyway, it was Fenn's birthday the other day. Yeah, how was that? He's yeah. two, right? Bless it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Although we keep saying he's three, he's definitely not. He's two. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. He didn't really know what was going on. Bless him. He just knew that he was getting loads of toys. Oh. But yeah, it was good fun. It was really cute. He's got so many toys. I've got toys coming out of my ears now. I need to do a bit of a organise, and I need to give them to charity or put them in the loft for yeah. the next child. Yeah, whenever that is, um, <laughs> not not for a while. Brilliant not for a while. Brilliant. But yeah, Aww, yeah, bless him, my cute. little my little man, Aww. my little. I must say, that. you're like real, like fashion hard with Fen at the moment. I'm digging it. Oh, he's like a little Zara model. It's not all me, I have to say. That is a um, big, big shout out to Auntie India and Auntie Marley, who's keeping my child very stylish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I went to do it. It's really odd. <laughs> I'm like looking at the time being like, we have literally been rumbling for the longest time. But I went to do a Zara order the other day. And then I don't know why. I just left a few things in my basket just for Fen's birthday. I was like, I'm not going to buy them yet. Like, I'll just leave them in my basket. I'll come back to it. And then the next day, both two of my friends sent me parcels for Fen for his birthday and had pieces that I'd, I was going to buy. So That's how you know you've got great Great minds think alike. But yeah, I'm trying to turn my son into a little uh, mini influencer. That's the, <laughs> that's the game plan. <laughs> anyway. Hashtag brand yeah, deal. that's it. Fantastic. Yeah, there we go. Guys, <laughs> anybody wants to sponsor my child? <laughs> Love it. Love it. Well, shall we move on to our uh, topic? We probably should. We go live today. Hope you've enjoyed our catch up. International (laughs) Women's Day. It is International Women's Day. Well, yeah, it's today that we've brought it out, isn't it? As we record it, but when this goes live, it is. Yeah. It's our day, ladies. Our day. Our day. And before and I mean, any really, men on here, we have more than one day, but you know, yeah, I was going to say before any men listening to this, <laughs> there is actually a small percentage of men that listen to this podcast. No, you don't get an international men's day. It's all about us. You don't need an international men's day. Let's be honest. Every get, day, you're already getting off. You're getting off. <laughs> uh, off. Yeah, yeah, you really do. You, yeah. you really do. Yeah. So this year's theme of International Women's Day, but I actually didn't know this until we said that we were going to discuss it on the podcast. So I looked it up and started looking into it. And this year's theme is hashtag choose the challenge. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. I know, really good, right? So I was looking through their website, which is very informative if any of you want to uh, 
have a look at it. Chuck it out. And yeah, they've got some really good things and like what we can challenge and like what we can do to support women and like keep pushing on with feminism. And I find it really interesting with feminism because I always, I say always, when I was a bit younger, I was like very like not wanting to attach myself to the word feminism. Oh yeah. And I don't really know why. I was very a bit like, oh, I'm not a feminist. Like I kind of felt like it was a very extreme thing to be. Yeah. And then as I've got older, I've kind of realized actually if you are a woman, there's absolutely, I mean, anybody, even if you're a man, there's no reason for you not to be a feminist. Yeah. Like I was like that, like two of my mates were really like strong feminists and I was like, oh, they're a bit intense. They're a bit this, that and the Mm. other. And then as I got older, I was literally like, wait that's that's not a bad like they they weren't intense they were just right do you know what I mean like they were just right about so much shit and that's obviously because it may have taken me longer to like you know break out of society's sort of norms or what had been drilled into me as a kid and whatnot but yeah no like totally any everyone should be feminist if you're not you're a dick I'm sorry but you are (laughs) (laughs) so good so good. I also do. I only found out this week that there is a campaign called He for She, which is started by Emma Watson, mm. which is basically like men for feminism. Love that. So I want to look more into that. I love yeah. that. But I yeah, love... one of the things on their web. Go on. I was just going to say, I love seeing like social media posts by men, like TikToks, things like that, where they're like sticking up for women and they're like, you know, like bashing what other dudes are saying that are like, you know, well, dudes and other women or anything like that that are, you know, basically just stereotyping or just being you know cunts basically (laughs) I love the men that are sticking up for women like please keep doing that shit because that is like so great be an ally (laughs) like be an ally on this topic actually this morning I was pulled into a bit of a social media hole because somebody shared something that Piers Morgan had shared Mm. and not his biggest fan on the best day Mm. but he shared um something about Meghan Markle and there were so many men underneath that. And I don't want this to turn into, because I also think there is a dangerous thing here where we just applaud men for feminism, where it just should be the standard. Yeah. But there were so many men like in that comments actually defending Meghan Markle and standing up for her. And I was like, this is great. Like This is what we need to see. Because women, I think, will naturally normally... I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some women in the comments agreeing with him and being racist and just being awful. But... There were, I think women naturally, when it's a women's issue, will fight for it. So you're mm-hmm. so right. I think it, it is, we almost commend them a bit more when we shouldn't. It should just be the standard. Yeah. But at the moment, we do commend them and hopefully we'll get more men on side and yeah. more men fighting for us because as much as we hate it, their voices tend to be heard sometimes more than women yeah. which is kind of the issue in the first yeah, place yeah that is upsetting but it is like the ones that are speaking up and doing their bit like thank just thanks for doing it like because there's yeah. so many dudes that just sit back and say nothing even if they're not even if they class themselves as feminists but they sit back and do nothing about it it's like you're not helping mm-hmm. the situation you're not helping your future daughter you're not helping your wife your mum like anything you know what I mean like do something the fuck about it but I think it's when it doesn't affect you you don't always stand up and speak about it and this is you know what this whole choose to challenge thing is about in more ways than just feminism in like all types of ways do you know what I mean yeah I mean there's so many one of the biggest ones on their website that they've really highlighted is uh choose to challenge gender stereotypes Mm. which I love yeah because I think 
it's really difficult in the world that we live in. And I struggle with it as a mum. You know, how much am I gender stereotyping my son? Yeah. Just by the toys that he gets, just mm-hmm. by the... And, you know, you can't, like, I don't think there will ever be a perfect world where everything can be gender neutral. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't wear a lot of blue. It's not always blue. But then, you know, as a baby, he did. I yeah. think, you know... And there are, you know, on every website, there's boys stuff and girls stuff. And whatever you, wherever you lie on the fence here, whatever side of the argument you're on, I have made a conscious decision to not only give him boys things and only allowed him to do boys things or wear boys colors. And, you know, he likes to play babies and push the pram around. And if he gets old enough where he gets to the point where he wants to choose toys and he wants to wear dresses and he wants to get a Barbie from the shop like that, it, that that doesn't even ring as an issue to me yeah but yeah I think it, it's a challenge for all of us because we've we have grown up in a world where there are such gender stereotypes yeah it's kind of that, untraining everything that you've been taught for yeah. so many years isn't it yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean going you know I mentioned before I've become quite a big Harry Styles fan recently. First of all, because I quite like his new album. When he brought but out second the of all, because I didn't really, Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know him. I went to one One Direction concert. I said One Direction concert. It was like an X Factor concert yeah. with my mum and my sister back in the day, and they were in it. And one of them, my mum my claims it was Harry Styles. I don't remember. Smiled at me, apparently. <laughs> you know. I mean, let's, let's face it, at the time I was like 19 and I probably wasn't that bothered because I was like, oh my God, it's a boy band that's so uncool. <laughs> but I'd never been like, I'd never been like a big One Direction fan. And mm-hmm. I've only recently kind of got into Harry Styles in a way that, like you just said, like I saw the Vogue cover. I thought, actually, this guy is doing some really amazing things. He's doing bits. For, yeah. Like trying to get rid of some toxic masculinity. Yeah. Definitely. Which I just think it's it's so important, you know. This big megastar, I think he's like one of the richest men in the UK, is going on the front cover of Vogue and wearing dresses and wearing nail varnish, and you know, yeah, is making it more normal. That stereotype, like, yeah. I love it, and it, it's one of them where it's like. I don't know I was literally like he did that and I was like wow I am so much more attracted to you like it didn't like like some women have been very very judgmental like and been like I can't put it any other way if they've been dicks about it basically been like slagging him off for doing it and all this kind of shit and Mm -hmm. it's just kind of been like hun why can't you see that this dude has like I don't know he's just so comfortable within himself within whatever Mm -hmm. sexuality he is or chooses to be or whatever that he isn't defined by the clothes that he wears like I'm just like that speaks volumes and it speaks volumes for loads of people and like there's so many young people as well that are growing up in this world at the moment that's the sort of shit they need to see like yeah it's just great and it's good for men it's really good for men that have been yeah brought up around all this toxic masculinity and all this kind of shit and it's like to see someone that's so idolized by so many like break that norm is massive so like yes harry styles keep going (laughs) it's that thing isn't it like we're obviously talking about international women's day and breaking gender stereotypes but like i think 
there is still a big thing to go in terms of like women being taken seriously in some careers. Mm-hmm, but it definitely. works both ways, doesn't it? Like it's, you know, we want to be seen as like equal counterparts to men, mm-hmm. but then also men have this issue of like, they're not allowed to do anything girly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's flying the flag. We're going to get there one day. Yeah, we, we take will. A few slow steps at a time we just gotta keep going like someone said to me recently they were kind of like like because I was I was getting really hot-headed about something and like about feminism and shit like that and I was just like it's just you know like we need to do stuff we need to like you know keep pushing and everything like that and this guy was just kind of like oh we'll just give it a few years and it all have like died down like it'll have just filtered (laughs) out and I was like no it no it won't like like not without us like who have to keep going and keep pushing for it and keep like you know advocating equal rights and stuff because if we just sat back it would just continue the same way it is at the moment and honestly I just think people don't see the sexism that's still in the world and they don't see all of this shit and it's literally like come on wake up do you know what I mean like it's all around us and we need to break it classic example of what's happening as we speak so going live on monday so in the uk i think it's like 9 p.m on monday hmm. the Meghan markle interview is coming out see i've not Classic really done example. too much research on um, Meghan markle i know she's got a lot of shit in the media mm-hmm. for like being in well she's is she ma- she's married to harry now prince yeah. harry yeah she's married to prince harry isn't yeah. she she um was divorced which was very much like frowned upon in the royal family yeah. wasn't it um mm-hmm. and then she is is i'm not sure what race she is she she's a mixed race isn't she so yeah i think her mum is african-american i mm. mean correct me if i'm wrong i'm really sorry i don't want to offend anyone here and her mm-hmm. dad's white i'm pretty sure i think they're both i don't know if her mum is african-american or but her dad's a white american so mm. yeah so but she's just got lots think- of racist shit thrown at her she's got lots of like I don't understand where it's all come from though do you know what I mean like when I thought she came on the scene I was like oh what a goddess do you know what I mean yeah. like I watched Suits loved her and I was like oh my god they're a dream but there's just been so much negativity thrown at them recently hasn't there and like so much bullying and shit I'm just literally I really feel for her but I, even though I don't know much about the situation I like real really feel for this person but I think the thing the problem is is that it's this classic, like, misogynistic sort of patriarchy where we just pit women against each other. So from day one, it's kind of been like Catherine versus Meghan. Yeah, I hate William's that. wife versus... And it's like, it's so ridiculous. And people say it's racism, whether it's racism, whether it's because she's an American actress. Like, you know, I mean, I err on the side of, I think it's, like racism but Mm. I know that people kind of argue that you can't prove that the reason the media don't like her is racism but it's like from day one they would write almost identical articles about these two women and say that Catherine was doing something great and Megan was doing something wrong there was something about no one's had a bad word to say about Kate and I don't want them to have a bad word to say about Kate but like it just speaks volumes doesn't it it's like Kate has always been this like you know, ever compared her to Diana and been like, oh, she's such a dream. But ever since Meghan came on the scene, it's been like, who's this bitch taking like Harry away from the royal family and all of this shit? And I'm just like, whoa, like, why? 
Do you know what I mean? Like, why, why? So it makes a lot of sense that it's racism or racism. it's, yeah. you know, like, ugh. I think it's sickening. I think the thing is as well is that, you know, they it's such a strong opinion of a lot of people that within that royal family, you have people like Prince Andrew, who's a white privileged man mm-hmm. who has been accused of paedophilia which is one of the worst i mean the worst thing in my opinion you yeah can oh if you're in prison do. pedophiles are put like yeah at the very like they're ranked like you know you know like when they say in prison and stuff that like what the kind of rank is in terms of who's the worst mm-hmm. people to be in there and shit and who people don't like like pedophiles are the like yeah they're they're at the bottom of the yeah. in order and stuff they're like underneath murderers do you know what i mean but yet the like, british media haven't like done anything near as bad no. to prince andrew no. as they have to Meghan markle and what has Meghan markle actually done yeah like, that, what has she what done has she actually done to make people upset like i don't i don't understand it like, like this is just a woman yeah. who's married it someone like yes she's married into this like quite big royal famous family but like, what has she actually done? And what really, really gets me is when both men and women go, "I just don't like her." Yeah, and I'm like, "You don't know her." But yeah, you, have you have you met her? Because if you say you don't like her, if you haven't met her, all you know about her is what you've read yeah. in the media. It's just infuriating. It's it's really bad, isn't it? <sighs> and I've heard a few yeah. people in my family actually say shit about this. Like, oh, I just don't like it. When I see her name, I turn it off and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> what, what? I don't understand. What, what has she done to you? What has she done to you? Oh, but Prince, um, Prince Philip's in hospital and everyone really cares about him. And I'm like, yeah, he's also been accused of like paedophilia and shit. and went Racism, to some private yeah. island or somewhere. And that's the thing. It's kind of like, I don't really have an opinion on both because I don't always like believe what I see in, in the media or anything like that. But I'm definitely not going to hate on somebody for doing absolutely fucking nothing. At least when it comes yeah. to like, you know, Andrew and Philip and everything like that, there's actual like you know bad sort of shit being said about them but with Megan I'm literally like what what has she done what has she supposedly done like nothing yeah exactly honestly so I'm 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 quite looking forward to watching this I am yeah at the moment I'm team (laughs) Megan I'm very much like as much as I love the crown like (laughs) as much as I love the crown I have to say like yeah, that there's me been off a bit, so right? many people online this week being like, I feel like I've already watched this episode of The Crown. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. But yeah, I mean, if you're not, the thing is, is you don't have to be someone's biggest fan to, as a woman, stand up for another woman when like there's such obvious injustices. Absolutely. And yeah. I think when we talk about the term woman as well, like I think this is a really important subject for us to talk about because both of us have a lot of experience and friends who are um, in the trans community, who are in the queer community, who maybe don't fit into, weren't maybe born a woman or maybe fit into what some people would say is a woman, but they identify as a woman. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those, isn't it? I find with feminism at the moment, sometimes feminism really, in my opinion, should be anyone that would 
um, identify as a woman. Yeah. Getting the same rights as anybody else. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really sad when there's this sort of off stroke of feminism of women saying, well, trans women shouldn't get the same treatment as us because they've lived part of their life as a man. And I I don't agree with the argument. I understand what they're saying in their argument, but I do not agree with it no. at all. Because yeah. I think this isn't just some man that's woken up one day and gone, I fancy being a woman today. Mm-hmm. Yes, they may not have had the same struggles as you have had being a woman because they grew up part of their life as a man. But they've had different struggles, if not probably bigger struggles mm-hmm. with their own identity this is not just something that somebody just chooses one day oh do you know what I quite fancy being a woman today because I want to use a woman's bathroom I think people trivialize it Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of like yeah for me I just feel like when I come across a transgender woman I think how beautiful it is that you wanted to be a woman so badly Mm -hmm. that you made that really hard transition, whether you've gone through the transition or not, like the physical transition, like how hard it must have been for you to, you know, get to the point where you identified as a woman. And it's truly brave Mm -hmm. and it's truly inspiring and really beautiful. And I would never say that that person couldn't be part of a female community because for me, I'm just like, if you identify as a woman, you're a woman. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like you, yeah. you get to decide what you identify as. No one else can tell you what you do and you don't. And to me, I just mm-hmm. accept anybody who wants to, you know, identify as a woman. Like, cool. And I think it's so it's so interesting, isn't it? Because a lot of the argument is, you know, oh, they can't menstruate, they can't have children. I have friends who are born women who can't menstruate and have children. So where do we start gatekeeping this line? Are you going to tell them that they're not a woman? Like Like, there'll be certain things, there might be certain things that they might not be able to fully understand as a transition Mm -hmm. female and everything like that. But that doesn't make them less of a woman just because they can't do that physical thing or they can't, you know fully understand it it's like oh I'm yeah. sorry are you, like I, I don't know that, like you said some people can't have kids so yeah th- they can't fully understand what pregnancy's like but you're going to tell them the less of a woman because they can't do that no you're not exactly. so shut the fuck up <laughs> and also we they like I said before they have struggles that we don't know about but like I don't it comes back so much to this I think as we go forward as the years go by and people get a bit more understanding, hopefully, of other people's journeys, I do hope that, like, when we talk about feminism and when we talk about International Women's Day, you know, maybe five, ten years down the line, that these aren't even subjects that you have to talk about. Yeah, exactly. It's just an accepted thing. Yeah. <sighs> it'll get yeah. there. It's going to take some years and it's going to take some good doing, but it will get there. And it's like conversations like this that will make all of the difference so it's important Mm -hmm. that we talk about it and it's important that we get it out there because it is like you know there's not just one type of woman there's several types of women like like there's several types of men and it's just like whatever you want to be just fucking be it like yeah if you want to be a woman be a woman if you want to be a man be a man it's up to you 
If no. you want to be an asshole, do it quietly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my little added extra. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> but it's like that. Um, what's she called? Emma Watson, and I love this quote when she was asked about feminism because she is quite a sort of what's the word inspiration she's quite a big name I guess in feminism that she does quite a lot for it she's actually the one that um launched the he for she campaign yeah but they asked her about feminism because they said to her which is another such an interesting topic that we need to talk about on international women's day is this like gatekeeping of feminism because she's such a strong voice for it and then she did I think maybe it was Vogue or Glamour or one of these big magazines and she did like I, it wasn't a topless photo, but it was like so it was like she was doing she had like a shirt where you could see her nipples or something, and people kicked off, uh. and they were like, "How can you be a feminist and then have your boobs out?" Oh my god! And she was like, oh. right? She was like, oh, which, yeah, if you're asking that question, you're missing the point. I just want to kick people in the head. I want to kick people in the head. Someone said this to right? me in a kitchen once. They were like picking on some girl that I know that's a tattooist. And she calls herself a feminist. And she mm-hmm. did some tattoo designs that had like, it was kind of like, they were like Dom vibes. Like this, like a picture of a girl with like her ass in the air sort of thing. Um, nice. And things like that. And this dude was like, oh, you call yourself feminist and do designs like that. And it was like, yeah, because I can stand for equal rights and draw fucking sexual tattoos. I can take booty pics. I can get my tits out and I can still believe in equal rights, hun. Because you know what? Firefighters get to take their tops off and do naked calendars and shit like that and get applauded for it. But girls do OnlyFans and they get slated for it. So I'm sorry, but... It, oh, it pisses me right. It's one of them as well where it's like, like I, I'm a performer. You've been a performer and everything like that. I've done burlesque. I get my ass out. I get my tits out and everything like that. But you're telling me that I, it's, you know, like I'm less of a woman or I get less rights because I choose to do that. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I respect myself or enough. That you don't, yeah. Or that you don't, that somehow you owning your own sexuality, you choosing how much or what you're doing with your body Mm -hmm. is for some reason not a feminist thing to do. It's just not. This quote from Emma Watson basically says that feminism is not a stick with which to beat other women. Mm -hmm. And I love that because it's like you don't get to choose what feminism looks like for anybody else. Feminism is what look like what it looks like for you is being able to make the, uh, your choices with your body with your life with whatever you want to do and having equal opportunity in the world and that's it yeah it's not you are or you aren't allowed to get your boobs out you are or you aren't allowed to work in the sex work like that that's not feminism when yeah. we're trying to gatekeep what feminism is exactly it's just like oh. it's literally just that thing of like equal rights means a guy can take his top off and so can a woman without judgment yeah like it's the whole thing isn't it like free the nipple why are women's boobs sexualized but guys aren't like you know it's just kind of like mine are out more often than anyone yeah like this is the thing (laughs) i'm all for like i absolutely love there's a new advert actually out which is really fantastic i can't remember what brand it's for but it's like a breastfeeding advert um yeah yeah, yeah. and it's literally so real and it's like yeah. I don't it's all about that and it's like fully shows nipples and everything like that in it and like the nature of like breastfeeding or like milking and shit like that and whatnot and I was like I love that mm-hmm. that's completely real and I, I was like I really hope this doesn't get taken down 
Do you know what I mean? Because I was like, no, hopefully yeah. it hasn't. Um, but yeah. you know, when it's just literally like there's so many injustices just like that, and it's like this is why we need these conversations. This is why we need International Women's Day. This is why we need to like challenge and all this kind of shit. It's like so real. Yeah. 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 Also, I think there's so, like so, there's certain things that you can pick out in, in yourself as well to like do better. Like you don't have to have conversations on mm-hmm. podcasts or create content online or anything like that about it if you're not comfortable with it. But there are certain things you can look within yourself and be like, am I being like, am I a feminist here? Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Am I like, am I, am I sinking into anti-feminism? Whatever it is, because like I've done it before, like we've said previously on the podcast where in the past we've thought like we've called someone a slut for sleeping with loads of people or we've like said things like that and it's kind of like that's where you've got to catch yourself out a little bit and go actually that's like that's not equal that is it do you know what I mean and kind of go like no she's not a slut like she's not at all she just likes having a good time like do you know what I mean and just kind of like try and break yourself out of it like the same if you saw you know someone performing on stage doing a blessed routine or a stripper or someone online that posts a revealing picture do you know what I mean it's kind of like check yours if you have an initial thought of like a negative sort of thing to do with their sexuality or gender or anything like that just check yourself for a second do the work it's fine that you had the thought but have enough like you know sort of like education within yourself to go "Mm, I'm gonna catch myself out there Do you know what I mean? It's self-awareness, isn't it? It's yeah. just kind of like being aware of the fact that, like like you said, like not beating yourself up. Like we have grown up in a society that has been very misogynist and it's going to take a while to unpick and unlearn those behaviours. Yeah. So it's not feeling bad or guilty for having those thoughts. But like you said, it's like catching yourself having them and being like, why, why, am, I, like, why am I thinking that? Like, yeah. is that actually true or is that what, I've kind of been taught to believe about this woman yeah it's just like I love feminism just for like so many ways that like if you actually put time and effort into like there's so much still that I need to learn but I feel like if you put time and effort into educating yourself and like looking at certain writers looking at certain like you know social media accounts and everything that are massive advocates for feminism I find it so liberating Mm -hmm sometimes to like read upon this shit and like Mm -hmm. notice things like within yourself like I just said that you might be doing that are not feminist and stuff like that and you'd be like oh maybe I should change that maybe I should think in this sort of way about these things and it's it's really liberating it's really lovely and I feel like you start to become I don't know like as a woman I think I I started to become a whole lot more like independent and like so I don't know just a bit more like savvy when it comes to other men and I, I call out feminism with men and women do you know what I mean like yeah. I I call it out and I'm just like hold the fucking phone do you know what I mean? like and it's like it feels good to be able to do that and sometimes you're triggered by shit I think that has to do with equality um within feminism and things like that and you don't know why you're triggered until you kind of do the research and you're like I'm triggered because they they thought I was weak because I was a woman or I shouldn't do that because mm-hmm. I'm a woman or like things like that. And that's where you kind of like start to realize you're like, oh, it wasn't me. It was you. <laughs> yeah. So, 100% on that. Yeah. 100%. I find it really interesting. It is really interesting. I think we're, and we're always, I think we're always going to be learning about it. There's always going to be yeah, definitely. new issues coming up. Yeah. And 
it's a journey, isn't it? You know, I've been that person. I've been that woman that's been like not understood, like how you can be empowered and be working in sex work. Like mm-hmm. I've been there. I've been there when I was younger and being like, oh God, like, you know, then they've got no respect for themselves. And cause it's, I was just uneducated on the topic. And I think when you have those thoughts, if you have the time to, it's really interesting to then get the perspective of the person or someone within the industry that you're sort of shaming to actually listen to their side of why they're doing what they're doing and mm-hmm. that it's their choice and it's empowering for them. Yeah. And I think it does really change your perspective. And one thing I think is really, really interesting for me, and I'm sure there are a few like women out there that have maybe had the same, the same sort of thought process, is I've become a lot less judgmental on myself when I stopped judging other women. Yeah. When I stopped judging other women for what they were doing, what they look like, you know, all of this, I stopped doing it to myself as well. And Mm. I think that is such a lovely... People always ask us, like, how do I... um, Like, how do I love myself more? How do I love, you know, how do I stop negative thoughts? And for me, like you've got to stop it in all areas of your life. If yeah. You are never going to be non-judgmental about yourself if you're always judging other people. Yeah. You attract what you give out. Yeah. So like stop yeah. giving out that negativity towards somebody's, I don't know, like work. Well, you appearance. just get in the mindset of it, don't yeah. you? If you're just so used to always being judgmental about appearance, about career, about what they are or aren't posting on social media, what they are or aren't showing on their body, you're automatically then just like wired like that. So then when you look in the mirror, you're just going to do it to yourself as well. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't do it hey, to hey, yourself. Hey. Don't do it to others. Don't do it to yourself. Just don't do it, okay? Just don't do it. <laughs> just be nice to yourself. Just be nice. Um, do we have... Uh, International Women's Day Carly's Quote section. I mean, I actually forgot about it. And then I oh, okay. thought now I actually need to think of one that I actually love. Oh, and okay. it's, it's really well known, so, but it's hilarious. Wait it's, a minute. We need to do we need to do uh, Carly's Quote jingle that I've just made up in my head. Oh, go on. Carly's Quote. Quote that Carly found on the internet. Carly's Quote. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> that was your intro. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, it's the one. I absolutely love it. I see it on TikTok all the time. But I think I think Cher um, said it. Oh my God, I know exactly what you're going to say. Okay, I'm getting <laughs> The one where it's like her mum, she's like, one day my mum said to me, sweetie, you have to settle down and marry a rich man. And she was like, mom, I am a rich man. <laughs> Yes! I love it. Cher's brilliant. Fuck Emma Watson. Cher. No, sorry, I love Emma Watson. I am a But like, oh, Cher. Cher's fantastic. Have you seen the video as well where like some interviewer says to her, like, um, what do you think men are good for? Or some No, no, she was like, what did she say? She was like, Do you think men are good or something? And she was like, like for what? (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. It's brilliant. Obviously, if you like to see the actual video, that's what I need them for. I'll try and post it on the My Body Bitches Instagram. But it's it's like oh there's God, loads of men it. in the audience that are just fuming and loads of women clapping. Brilliant. <laughs> She's Absolutely great. Brilliant. So good. Oh, yeah. uh, good on you, Chef. If you actually as well, which I will also try and post them as this goes live on International Women's Day, we should put some good things up on our Instagram we'll remember to do this yeah but the other thing that I always look at if I want to feel a bit like sassy and just have a bit of a like yes women moment is looking up like interviews where celebrities and actually Ariana Grande's in quite a few of these oh yeah on YouTube like when they've been asked like really sexist questions and they just like boss the interviewers and they're like uh, uh, uh. I love it no Rihanna's been yeah. on some Taylor Swift um, yeah when they're like when they're like what do you look for in a man she's like I'm not looking for a man <laughs> let's start <laughs> there let's the Ariana Grande there. one is like they say um what um what what would you rather have like lose your phone or lose your makeup and she was literally like is this what you think girls have problems choosing between? <laughs> yeah. She's just literally like you would be wrong. It's literally I just love when they boss the interviewer. It's great, so good. Yeah, yeah. So, Watch them. They're fun. There we go. Yeah, the female leads <gasps> a great um, social media account actually for all that sort of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, female Amazing. lead. But yeah. All right then, Huns. I think we're done. Yeah, I think we. I think we've we've run out of steam and i need to go and get my child and have another coffee what are you up to for the rest of the day uh sorting shit out admin nice life yeah yeah life yeah 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 thanks for listening thanks for listening huns we uh hope to see well we will see you again next week we won't physically see you we'll uh you'll hear us next week you won't physically see us but you know if you want to uh, get in touch, then we are hello at themindbodybitches.com and we are on Instagram at themindbodybitches. So come say hello, ask us any questions, talk to us, tell us some stories that we can share. We love yeah, it. please send us some funny stories. We love, love to those. see it. We love we to read love it. Them. We do. Yeah. All right yeah. then, bitches. Right. Over and out. See you next week. See you next one. Bye. 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 I got tons of soul on my true collective ball Famous, also famous, number one, this I ball I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, just how I want I got tons of soul on my true collective ball Famous, also famous, number one, this I ball I do what I want, when I want, and how I want it Leave you with the one in the air, that's how I roll I got changes, bro, I don't care about no gold Better, so much better, flipping, incredible Always on the show, so they know that I still got it And I never feel sorry, yeah, top of the world Top of the world